What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today, got an interesting one. Got a lot of interesting ones, actually. I just haven't had the time to pop them out. But I um, hope you guys are <laughs> having a great holiday. Uh, and... Uh, I'm coming back at you with this one very interesting story about the elephant men. Now, I, I've i heard a few different alien species being named as elephant men or have been described as having like a proboscis-like nose like the proboscis monkey. But I haven't heard of anybody talk about it in much detail. So I'm going to give it to you today. Um... This story comes to us from uh, Richard Doty. Back in the 80s, he was an Air Force uh, Office of Special Intelligence um, Special Investigator. And he was a counterintelligence officer as well. So one of his missions was to, to go to different offices, get information, and you know check out uh, downed aircraft, check out folks that had alien abductions or alien encounters and see if they were real and see if they could glean any information off of them. So kind of like a real life X-Files, Mr. Mulder or Men in Black, you know, uh, like a Fox Mulder or like a, like a Tommy Lee Jones type character in Men in Black. So he would go out and on one of his numerous missions, they were required to go over a certain mountain strip in Nevada to get to another base. And as they were going over these mountains, the certain mountain range, I'll have to pull up the, uh, the exact mountain range, not the mountain range, but the mountain itself, uh, has a very special name to it. I'll pull up in just a second. Um, but as they were flying over this mountain, they found, they were looking at it. And all of a sudden, as they were looking down in their, they're in a, you know, just a helicopter, they were looking down and all of a sudden they see this rectangle, black rectangle in this mountain. And it's a huge rectangle. And they're like, what the hell is going on? And it's just, it's basically black. They can see a, a few lights. So they tell the pilot, hey, hang on a second. Cut back around. We want to take a look at this thing. So the pilot hovers back around, tries to 
it tries to position themselves so they can see into this thing decently. They couldn't get super close, but they could they could you know get close enough to see a few lit areas like lights inside of this huge rectangular opening in this uh, mountain. And they're like, what the heck is that? They see a center with illuminated lights in a circle, a couple concentric circles, and then they see these dots around as well. So they know that it's a huge landing area, but they can't figure out what the circle is. Well, they were on their way to another office to investigate a report of these two ladies who stated that they were taken out into the desert somewhere by aliens, uh, examined, and then brought home. And they had actually described these aliens as having, like, elephant-like noses. Not not like as large as an elephant would be in, in proportion, but that they had these elephant-like noses. And Richard's like, wait a minute. He's looking at, at this circle inside of this rectangle, and he's like, wait a minute. This this circle looks very similar to the circle that they described being taken away on. This craft that they were taken away on had these specific lights in specific spots on the craft. It was a circular oval-like craft, but it had certain lights in a certain configuration. And he's like, wait a minute, that looks very similar. So he thought that this was the aircraft and that these, this might be where these girls were actually taken to. Um, so he was going to this office. And he talks to this colonel of the base. And he says, what's going out on that mountain? He says, what, what's the deal out on that mountain? And the colonel's like, I can't discuss that. He says, I can't talk about it. And Richard's like, well, you can't talk about it because you don't know about it? Or you can't talk about it because it's classified? And he just says, I can't talk about it. So Richard is an Office of Special Investigations Air Force special agent he's supposed to be able to access basically anything he had a super high clearance right so they're supposed to tell him what he wants to know this colonel wasn't telling him so he goes to the general the general of the base the colonel has his his base but the general has has authority over multiple bases right so colonel has control over this base then they go to the to the general they fly back uh to their uh to their base where they were originally from they talk to their the general of that base and they say hey your guy isn't giving us information we need to know what's on that mountain this is a matter of national security it's a matter of osi office of special investigations territory we need to know what's going on in that mountain so the general calls the colonel later that day richard gets a call stated that the colonel's ready to talk <laughs> the general was so pissed, he, he threatened to boot, boot him out of his own space and demote him if he didn't give the information out. Because the general should have had the information. If the colonel had it, right? So these guys go back to the colonel. Colonel's, colonel's all pissed. Got red face and everything, all pissed off. He says, he says you guys went above me, huh? And, and they're like, yeah, we're sorry we had to do that, but we have to know what's going on here. And he goes, I don't really know. What we do know is that there's a tunnel that goes down in there. What's in there, we really don't know. We've had some reports of possible aliens, possible weird paranormal stuff going on down there, but we basically just left it alone. So that's really what I can tell you. I can send some security forces with you. You can go down there. You can see what you want to see. 
So Rich is like, yeah. So he takes another, his partner in the Office of in Special Investigations and takes about eight to ten guys from the Air Force and uh, Security Forces, and they go down in there. Now, these Security Forces, these are the guys that actually went down there and navigated it before, so these guys actually knew where they were going. So they take them down there, they go down, and they're like, what's going on? You know, Richard's like, you guys seem a little bit timid. What's going on? He's like, he's like, yeah, we've been here before. <laughs> and Richard's like, well, what's going, what are you not telling me? He's like, he's like, he like basically didn't want to talk about it. He seemed like pretty timid, you know? And uh, he's like, there's something down here. We don't know what, there's something down here. So they walk down this uh, old uranium mine tunnel, apparently, that had access to the, the mountain. And uh, it wasn't being used anymore. And they went down in there and they got, they got deep into the mountain, but every, it was pitch black in this uranium mine. There's no electricity going to it anymore. There's no lights. They basically had their flashlights and that's it. And they're getting deeper and deeper. And there is a tunnel uh, that goes all the way through this thing. And um, so there was light at the entrance point where they came in. There was a light like 150 yards away at the exit point. But in between there, there's nothing. So they go in. They get to this. Before they get to that other light, there is a locked vault door, basically, that they had to get through to, to be able to get through to the other side. I should have said that first, but there was a locked vault door that had a combination lock on it. He said they had to get through this combination lock and a huge vault door first, and then they were able to get through. And there was like some like uh, uh, there was a room in there, and there was like kind of like some other tunnels and catacombs inside this this mountain. Um, and so they get deeper in there, and it got to a point where the Air Force security detail was like. We got your back, but we're not going to go any farther. We don't want to go any farther than this. This is this is about as far as we got before, and we saw something. We we had to hightail it out of here. And so, Richard's like, okay, you know, he had he had his he had his weapon on him. He had a forty five issued to him, and these guys had M sixteens, and his partner brought an M sixteen. Richard only brought his forty five, and they they were down there, and all of a sudden they saw this creature pop out silhouetted by the light at the end of the tunnel. So the front of this creature, they couldn't see as well right away until they like flashed their lights up on it. And their flashlights weren't that great. They didn't have like these awesome mag lights, you know, that we have today. They had like some, you know, older flashlights that weren't as high powered, but they flashed their light up on this thing and they can see this elephant nosed faced alien. That's about six feet tall. And Richard's like, you guys seen this before? And they're like, yeah, that's what we saw before. And they're looking at this thing and they see that it has like scales on its hand. It's very reptilian, like in its skin structure, but that's about it. You know, it's not other than that. It has like the elephant face. It has elephant nose, uh, looks strong in stature. And then, uh, his partner was off to his right and this tunnel went to the left. So his partner could see a little bit deeper into the tunnel and saw that there were other creatures in the tunnel. They decided, you know, they came to see what they wanted to see. Um, they weren't receiving any telepathic communication. They These aliens didn't have any weapons on them, so they weren't going to engage, you know, in shooting them or anything like that. Um, but they they were hoping for, you know, maybe some telepathic communication that they didn't get. They weren't able to communicate with English, and they kind of left it at that. They, they left, and uh, they didn't go back. But they wanted to see what was down there. They could, when they went into the, 
rec dark rectangular portion, you know, they didn't see, I, I don't know if they saw, they didn't have access to that rectangular portion. They had access to the uranium mine entrance tunnel. So they didn't go in through the, the aerial rectangular area. They went in through the, the uranium mine area. Um, which is interesting, right? You would think maybe, hey, you know, you might be able to see a little bit more. You go through this rectangular area, but then again, they were they might have been concerned that they, they might have become hostile if they go through their entry point uh, in the mountain, or maybe it was closed up by the time they got there. They, he didn't say why they didn't go that way, but he said that they knew a way to get in through the uranium mine area, so they did it that way. Um, but he did confirm that they were elephant, elephant-like aliens that, uh, you know, face-wise, uh, reptilian-like skin. It's about six feet tall. There were multiple ones there. Um, they uh, they didn't become hostile. Uh, they were just kind of like standing guard to the rest of their area down there, apparently. Um, and he left it at that, and they left. And that was what Richard really wanted to find out. He was kind of like the Fox Mulder in mentality, too, where he said, hey, if there's aliens down there, I want to see them. That's what he wanted to find out. He wants to know what's going on. And that was kind of like his gig, just kind of like Fox, you know, I, I want to believe, I want to see, but let me see it. Let's see it. And he didn't mind putting his life at risk to do it, which is pretty ballsy. Um, and so I give him a lot of credit. So they, they left, um, uh, you know, he, he briefed, you know, who needed to be briefed. Um, and the general wanted to know, right? So, you know I mean? He had to report to the air force office of investigations, but you know, then they would brief who needed to know. And, you know, get the information out there to who needed to know. Um, but I find it fascinating because these guys did abduct a couple females. They did experiments on them and, and this and that. So often we hear about the greys and reptilians and Nordics. We don't hear about these other species that are here on the planet, that have bases on the planet. It's like, what you know, there's so much that we're not getting. And it's fascinating and I love hearing about it. But it's like, dude, how many... How many bases are underneath? How many alien species have bases here? We've heard about the ones from Phil Schneider, the guy who had, you know, half of his fingers blown off during um, an encounter with the Tall Whites, where they laser blasted off his fingers. Um, you know, so he encountered the Tall Whites in an underground base uh, in the same area, Nevada, New Mexico area. And... Um, and then, you know, we've got bases with, like, small grays. We've got bases in, like, hollowed earth, center of earth, right? Um, we've got bases with folks that are going into bases underwater, you know? We've got reptilians who have bases apparently on the moon and, and are working with the government. Um, you know, and it's like, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Who's, who's, who should we be engaging with? Who should we be talking to? Well, these elephant guys didn't talk to our special office of investigations guys um are they the bad guys are they just were they just there to monitor and make sure these guys are not going to encroach on their territory um you know what was their purpose are they here to just monitor our situation here on earth are they mining something down there in that mountain are they are they you know you know plan an invasion which seems crazy but you know possible you know i guess um you know what was their what's their intent what's their purpose we seem to know a little bit about these other species right we seem to know a little bit about the reptilians they seem to be the bad guys to some degree um and then some other reptilians seem to be 
friendly to some degree. Um, some of the insectoids seem to be friendly in some aspects and more scientific and less caring in other encounters. Um, the Nordics, I had always thought, were peaceful-like beings. Uh, Doty states that they came in and, like, ripped off arms of officers during one encounter. Um, maybe maybe for a particular reason. And Doty stated that they labeled the Nordics as hostile after that event. That's the first I had ever heard of them being hostile ever. I always thought that the Nordics were, you know, kind of watching over us and that they uh, they were peaceful. Um Doty states that they can shapeshift. I thought the Dracos were shapeshifters. You know, so it's like, you know, what's what's real, what's not? Is Doty continuing to fulfill his counterintelligence duties, or is he not? He states that he has no reason to, to do counterintelligence anymore. He's not hired for it. He, you know, he's not interested in doing that. He just wants to tell the truth now. But, you know, sometimes you have to question what who the source is and, and what the information is and does it correlate with other information we received although he is you know a government employee maybe he knows a little bit more so maybe we should trust him a little bit more it becomes kind of convoluted um so i just present the, the information as i hear it and let you guys kind of make your own decision from there i find it fascinating i mean hey an elephant face might be good for something i don't know what maybe eating peanuts who knows but wanted to bring that to you i hope you enjoyed it um, I got a few more written out here I'd like to share with you guys and get your thoughts on, but I'll leave it at that. Um, I think I'll record another quick one and, and we'll, we'll, we'll cut it for uh, the time being and we'll get back to recording as soon as possible. So I hope you guys take care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out.